Hey guys, welcome to Leading by the Book. I'm Chris Book. If you're new to the show or just checking us out for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're spending a little bit of time your week with us. If you do like the show, definitely be sure to subscribe. You can do that on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely do us a favor and tell your colleagues. And of course, we, we do appreciate five-star ratings wherever you do get your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, queries, whatever it may be, you can always get in touch with us on Twitter at Chris Book. You can shoot me a message on LinkedIn, or you can get in touch with us uh, through our form on leadingbythebook.com. Today, we're going to talk about a very important step in becoming a more effective leader. And it's a question that I think we all need to ask ourselves and something that we definitely don't ask ourselves enough. So a little bit of a backtrack here. Lately, I've been doing a lot of research, a lot of reading on the process of decision-making and trying to understand why people make the decisions they make and what we can do to better increase the quality of the decisions that we do make. I've been able to talk to and read quite a few excerpts from highly intelligent individuals, people that have been very successful. And one of the things I find is that they constantly ask themselves this question of, why do I know I'm right? And it's certainly a very useful question. It's a great part of the process. It really helps clarify what one's thinking is, and it does a very good job at removing the emotion of the situation. And removing emotion is a very important step when it comes to making a better decision or making a higher quality decision. Now, of course, there are things that we want to be true, but wanting them to be true does not mean that, that they are true. And unfortunately, we do a very good job at convincing ourselves that there are things that we want to be true that actually are true, but it's not. So I think this question is a very important thing when it comes to making sure they're making the right decisions. But I think that question falls short, just a little bit short of getting us to where we need to be when it comes to the decision-making process. And I think we're shortchanging ourselves in that regard. There's a follow-up question to this that I think is missing, one that really helps us ensure that we are making the best decision. And that question is the simple question of, could I be wrong? Over the years, I've been part of a lot of organizations, and plenty of these organizations had leaders that couldn't conceive of this notion that they may actually be wrong. They've made decisions like dictators. They've never asked anybody their opinions. They've never looked around the room at people that they're paying a lot of money to and sought their counsel or said, hey, Joe or Sandy or Bob, what do you guys think about this? You're an expert in this field. What, what's your opinion? Is my perception or is my direction on this wrong? And you know, it's, it's oddly ironic, actually, when you see these very senior people that are being paid a lot of money to basically sit there because their opinions don't count for anything. It, it really is a waste. I mean, there have been plenty of meetings I've sat in where I've looked around the room and I've calculated millions of dollars of salaries essentially sitting on the bench because the leader, for whatever reason, or I shouldn't say the leader, I should say the most senior person in the room, for whatever reason, does not want to solicit their opinion. Usually, it's because they're afraid that it's going to make them appear wrong or make them think that they might be wrong for some reason. So one of the things that we talk about a lot that all leaders need is humility. It takes a very humble leader to be able to ask this question of whether they could be wrong. This lack of humility has done in many leaders over the course of history. Surprisingly, though, it's a very big issue for young leaders. Now, even though you'd think that they have very limited experience, so they might be a little bit more humble or at least skew a little bit more in that direction, it's certainly not the case. And I think it's it's not that they don't want to be humble. It's that they think they're supposed to <laughs> operate in this way. So after all, I mean, this is a, a group of people 
that have grown up largely fearing to be wrong. And it's the way that the modern parenting is. We have kids that are afraid of being wrong. Um, and in many cases, they actually think that they can't be wrong. Everything they've always done has been right. So how the heck could I possibly be wrong about something? The challenge with this is that it nips humility in the bud. And it's this lack of humility that will kill any shot that anybody has in being an effective leader. As a young CEO, I made this mistake myself. And it very nearly, very nearly killed the company that I had founded and that I was leading. I was running a tech startup at the time. And I made the mistake of believing what I had read about leadership. I tried to emulate those who were successful. And this was, you know, the, the early, I think it was the early 2000s, mid-2000s, baby. This is when venture capital was hot and we saw the, te- the rise of the tech billionaire. And the conventional wisdom was that you'd be the smartest person in the room. You had to lead like a dictator. You had to always have the answers. You had to be steadfast in your direction. And as a result, I thought, okay, that, that, that's what I got to do. It made them successful. So if I want to be successful, I got to do this. It was the dumbest thing that I have ever done. Let's think about the lunacy of this for a minute. I was surrounded by people that I had handpicked to be there. But I felt that if I wasn't 100% confident or steadfast in my direction, that they might lose faith in me, they might want to abandon ship, and, and the mission that I was on would be essentially sabotaged. Now, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. What's really concerning, though, about this lunacy is that this leadership-type behavior among younger professionals is trending in this direction. It's actually getting worse. It's, it's certainly not going the other direction. But this isn't just a young professional thing. There are a great many professionals that think that if they ask this question of whether or not they could be wrong, that it makes them appear weak. In reality, it's the exact opposite. The simple act of asking yourself this question checks your ego. But it also builds trust with your team. It shows that you value them, that, they, that you value their opinions. By building this trust, you develop your team members. The more they're developed, the more they contribute to the company, the more this whole process reinforces from there. So make no mistake, asking this question is not a facet of weakness. It is the mark of a strong leader. I argue that without asking this question, you actually can't be a leader. It's ego, in many cases, that prevents this question from being asked. And at all points in people's career, not just young professionals, at all points in your career, this can be an issue. And I think we all need to ask ourselves where our commitment lies. Is it with being right or is it with accomplishing our mission? To ask that question more directly, let's let's look at it this way. Would you rather be wrong and have your team meet its goals or be right and see the team fail? Now, I think publicly we would all say we're, we're team people, team first. We want the team to win. But I suspect that deep in the hearts of, of many people, they wouldn't choose that option. They would rather be right. And that is a very, very big problem. You cannot think that way and be a leader. So end that right there if that's the case. But as your team sees you questioning your own viewpoints and asking this question, they're going to do the same. The result of this is an organization that thinks critically and clearly. It's an organization that isn't blinded by ego, but is illuminated by the truth and in the process of seeking the truth. It's this simple question of, could I be wrong, that is such a great weapon to unleash the collective power within your company or within your organization. So if you take one thing away from this topic or this discussion, let it be this. The odds that you are right all the time are about the same as winning the Powerball twice. 
So don't be that person. Don't be the person that is so blinded by their ego that they can't see this and that they're going to sacrifice all of the collective good that their team could do. Consider that you could be wrong and devote yourself to leading your team toward the truth so that you can pave the way to accomplishment. It's that simple. That's all we got for this week. We'll see you next time.